athletic competition. It can easily be broken down into two parts. The minutes or hours it takes to complete the event. Then weeks, months, and years of joy or heartbreak. Finally, the decades to analyze and debate it. From the press box to press row, Donald Ware will break it all down for you with an in-depth look at historically black college athletics, as well as the biggest news stories and newsmakers of the day. It's time to talk the talk with those who walk the walk. From the press box to press row, here's your host, Donald Ware. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Woo! Today is the day that 11 years ago at 5 p.m. Eastern from the press box to press row came on the air. And um, we're going to scrap the countdown to kickoff presented by Bojangles today a little bit today here on the show. I, I say a little bit. Really, we're going to we're going to scrap it. Of course, we're going to come back to it on next week. Our previous weeks, of course, that very first week, we had a chance to talk with the coaches whose teams won conference championships the year before. Uh, last week, we talked with some of the top players in all of college football, in HBCU football. And so we're going to take a pause for the cause and celebrate us today here on From the Press Box to Press Row and what we have been able to do uh, in 11 years. I'm going to tell you guys uh, um, some stories of, 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 uh, of the beginning, why we started this show, uh, the purpose from where we come, um, we've had a lot of ups and downs, um, and and when I say that, I mean that, and probably more downs than up ups. I would I would have to really say, and so we're going to discuss a lot of those things today here on the program. And by the way, because I want I want you to get an understanding of this show. Uh, and by the way, also. We're going to replace some of our memorable interviews today here on From the Press Box to Press Row. For instance, everyone is talking about Simone Biles. She's probably the talk um, uh, or at least one of the really big stories of these Olympics. Um, But here on From the Press Box to Press Row, we had Simone Biles as a guest on this program two years ago. Some of you uh, may remember she wasn't as known then. She was known because she was a force in that world championships uh, back in 2014. She came away with four, count them, four gold medals. So she was definitely a force to be reckoned with. But you know how it is. The world championships doesn't carry the luster that the Olympics carry. So two years later, she's a star. We had a chance to catch up with Simone Biles a couple of years ago. And as a matter of fact, we, you know, we're going to big up ourselves today. We, we, you know, what we uh, like to do here on From the Press Box to Press Row, and when we bring you these interviews with folks, and, and of course I have my takes on various topics uh, that go on in the world of sports and outside of the world of sports, but what we want to do here on the program and what we've always wanted to do on the program is we've wanted you to come away feeling like you've learned something about someone, whether a you knew who the person was uh, or not, uh, or uh, even if you knew, well, if you knew who the person, if you knew who the person uh, was, 
then of course you would learn something more maybe about that person. If you didn't know who that person was, then you would come away feeling like, man, I didn't know that. I learned something today. And that's always has been what we've tried to do here on the program. And I, you know, I always want you guys to participate. We need more participation here on from the press box to press row. If you have a memorable interview here uh, from the now 11 years today makes officially 11 years of from the press box to press row. I want you to hit me up via Twitter at box to row B O X T O R O W or on Facebook B O X the number two R O W or what you can do is you can email me here at the show HBCU at box to row.com. Thank you to all of those listening to us on all of our outstanding affiliates around the country that carry from the press box to press row. Those listening to us, on Sirius XM channel 142 and those listening to us around the world at box And before I want to go or before I go any further, I need to, because you know, you may hear me say that every week. Thank you to all of those listening to us on all of our affiliates around the country. And I say that each and every week. And even before I tell the story uh, about box to row, how we got started and some of the ups and downs uh, that we've had, you know, I, number one, um, First and foremost, we must thank, and I must thank you, the listener, over the years that has listened to From the Press Box to Press Row. We grew from a station or a, a network or a show, a program, etc., that started out with five radio stations. August 20th, uh, 2015, five radio stations, uh, Birmingham, uh, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, um, right here, of course, in Raleigh. And then in Atlanta, um, carried uh, from the press box. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I said Atlanta, Baltimore, Baltimore, uh, carried from the press box to press row. And uh, so we've grown. So we got to say thank you to you, the listener, for maybe you haven't been keeping up with box to row over these 11 years. Maybe you just started listening a couple of weeks ago, but. First and foremost, we must thank our listeners uh, who continue to make From the Press Box to Press Row. And this is why we do this uh, for you, because uh, we want to give you, um, obviously, HBCU sports. We want to definitely make sure that you have an understanding and awareness of HBCU sports, some of the best players to ever play uh, to do anything, uh, particularly when you talk about professional football, have come from HBCUs. I think you've seen that as part uh, over the the last three years of our HBCU Legends series. And then just from a overall sports perspective as a whole, from um, a society perspective as a whole, we want you to have a different take than what you may typically hear uh, on Sports Talk Radio. So we hope we've been able to do that and give you that, you the listener, uh, over these 11 years. Then, of course, we want to thank our affiliates uh, that carry from the press box to press row that have carried this program over the years. Again, we started out with those five stations, and I, I'll tell the story. We, um, you know, financial difficulties and lack of sponsorship, which we still face uh, today, unfortunately, um, uh, reduced us to one station after about six months. Uh, but then we persevered and the show continued on and then we started to pick up stations and pick up stations and pick up stations to now that we're at the point where uh, from the press box to press row airs on 35 radio stations across the country. When you factor in the box to row brand, which includes our blitz, uh, you're talking about close to 100 radio stations uh, and then also on uh, Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices, 
and Sirius XM channel 142 HBCU. So we have come a long way and we thank all of our affiliates both presently and those in the past that have carried from the press box to press row uh, as we have uh, tried to again uh, bring you uh, a different perspective when you talk about sports and, of course, uh, talking uh, specifically in a concentration on HBCU sports. So with that, let me tell a little bit of the story. I got about uh, three minutes or so in this segment, um, so I'll try to give it give you the short version. So um, me, I'm a huge, has always been a huge sports talk radio fan. I grew up in Washington. I think the first show I, I listened to, I remember listening to and calling into was Glenn Harris's uh, show when it came on WHUR, uh, which, by the way, HUR is one of our, our great affiliates, uh, their HD2 channel uh, in Washington. And, uh, you know, I love sports radio. And I, you know, I, I grew up listening to the now late Ken Beatrice um, I would listen going to bed. I would listen to play by play, whether it was the Washington Capitals or the then Bullets at the time, the Orioles, um, et cetera. And if sports wasn't on, then I would be listening to Larry King. And again, Larry King was a radio guy. A lot of you may know him as a TV. Larry King was a radio guy, would listen to his show. So I had a love for sports talk and talk radio. And as I grew up, you know, one of the first shows I and, and got along in my adult years, one of the first shows I remember that was a national show was Tony Kornheiser's show. Love Jim Rome's show as well. But those shows and other shows were not talking about HBCU sports. I'm a Morgan State graduate, got a love for HBCUs. Both of my parents are Howard graduates. Um, when I was writing uh, for the, the big shots out to the spokesman, which is the student newspaper at, at Morgan State, we, you know, we were covering HBCU sports at that time. So um, with that being said, um, 2004, 2005 came around. I said, boy, I'd really like to see if we can start a show that talks about uh, HBCU sports. And so uh, on this day, 11 years ago, we were, in fact, able to do that and to start this program. Again, we had five radio stations. I mentioned the markets. Uh, financially, it just wasn't happening. We went back and only had one radio station, of course, Power 750, WAUG um, in Raleigh. Uh, carried the show and then from there we started to build up and I remember some of those first guests those first couple of years you know Gus Johnson a Howard graduate who at one time was he's on Fox Sports I think now is one time was the play-by-play voice for the Knicks Rasheen Mathis who who graduated or went to Bethune Cookman of course played in the league for years Nick Collins um, uh, the list Michael Strahan the list goes on and on and some of the guests we had in those early years but in 06, we started to really build it back up, build it back up, and then we gained some momentum and hard work and perseverance, and that don't-quit attitude uh, enabled us to be where we are now, and uh, we are so excited um, today as we celebrate 11 years on the air. I got to go to break. I'm going to come back. I'm going to talk more about Box Row. We, we're going to brag on ourselves a little bit here today on the program, uh, 11 years on the air and uh, we're going to talk more about, I'm going to talk more with you about some of the ups and downs as it relates to From the Press Box to Press Row. Celebrate it. 11 years. From the Press Box to Press Row is broadcast from renowned events such as Radio Row at Super Bowl 41 and the NBA All-Star Weekend in Vegas. But we're just getting started as the celebration of From the Press Box to Press Row continues. And the only guy we know who went to Vegas and had absolutely nothing happen, Donald Ware. 
Hey guys, listen up. You know that women can't resist a well-dressed man, right? But dressing dapper isn't easy. It takes time, and you have to shop at the store and wait in long lines. Until now, here's an easy way to get that irresistible dapper look. Join the Harrison Blake Apparel Monthly Subscription Club. Each month, they'll send you one necktie plus four matching accessories for only $25. Shipping is free, and you can cancel anytime. That's right. For $25, you get one necktie plus a pocket square, socks, and other accessories with free shipping. Since you're a Box to Row listener, we'll sweeten this deal. Use code BTR at checkout and get $5 off your first monthly box. Sign up by visiting HarrisonBlakeApparel.com and click on the monthly subscription tab. That's HarrisonBlakeApparel.com to order now. Join us on City Plaza in downtown Raleigh Labor Day weekend for the 7th annual African American Cultural Festival, Saturday, September 3rd from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Sunday, September 5th from 1 to 9 p.m. The festival features the Art Gallery Walk, Family Village, and merchandise and food vendors. Check out the Elders Procession led by Chuck Davis and the African American Dance Ensemble. Check out performances by Marcus Anderson, Tish Songbird, and the Applause. Just Once Band, Kim Pacheco, Pastor Marlon Locke, Rissy Palmer, Something for the People, Rudy Currents, Maimuna Youssef, Tony Lilo, and more. Musical tributes to Prince and the godfather of Go-Go, Chuck Brown. The festival is free and open to the public. Volunteers are needed. Visit the African American Cultural Festival online at aacfestival.org for more information. That's Labor Day weekend in Raleigh. Be there. From the Press Box to Press Row and BoxToRow.com, your HBCU sports leader. All of the songs that you will hear today on From the Press Box to Press Row are or were number one hits in 2005 at some point. Mariah Carey's We Belong Together, as a matter of fact, was the number one song in the country on August 20th, 2005, as we celebrate 11 years of From the Press Box to Press Row today. This segment of From the Press Box to Press Row is brought to you by Harrison Blake Apparel. Become a Harrison Blake Apparel subscriber for just $25 each month. You will receive one necktie and four additional accessories such as pocket squares, label pins, tie bars, and more. And this is a great thing. You know, I had a chance. I got my subscription and I got my my box in the mail about a couple of weeks ago. And it came with these great socks and this great tie and this great handkerchief. And it was great. I actually wore it uh, and um, also posted it on our Instagram account at Box to Row, and also we posted it uh, on on my Facebook page. And just, I mean, they just have some great stuff. I invite you to go to their website, HarrisonBlakeApparel.com. HarrisonBlakeApparel.com. Don't forget, Harrison Blake Apparel is a proud supporter of Box to Row, and they need you guys to support all of our sponsors on this program uh, as we try to bring you the best in sports and bring you this program something much different than what you typically hear 
on Sports Talk Radio and Sports Talk Radio programs. But in order to do that, you must support our sponsors. So support HarrisonBlakeApparel.com, HarrisonBlakeApparel.com. And by the way, for you, our Botch to Row listener, type in at the checkout, type in BTR, type in the code BTR and receive $5 off your first box. Again, HarrisonBlakeApparel.com. When you hear sponsorship or underwriting ads, Uh, Here on From the Press Box to Press Row, it is very important that you go out and support, patronize uh, those sponsors or underwriters. That is, uh, we mentioned, of course, uh, thanking you, the listener, for listening over the years and thanking, of course, the affiliates over the years that have carried this program. Uh, The uh, sponsors and advertisers are as key because without them, um, From the Press Box to Press Row doesn't happen. And that's been one of the downsides uh, for us over the years, and I would even say more so uh, lately. It's been very, very difficult. And as a matter of fact, just to kind of put it out there, because if you enjoy this show, if you enjoy From the Press Box to Press Row, a couple of things. Um, a, um, if you have a business, uh, consider advertising during From the Press Box to Press Row. Uh, B, if you enjoy the show, let the radio station or the affiliate that carries the program know that you, in fact, enjoy the show um, and that will allow for them to continue the show. We have some great affiliates now that carry the show, but we've had affiliates uh, in a lot of markets where we're not on in. Uh, for instance, we've been on in Salt Lake City. We've been on in Milwaukee. Um, we have been on in the past in Las Vegas, in Dallas um, and some other markets. Um, boy, we've been on in a lot of places over the years. Um, some of the markets I can't really remember offhand because i mean so much has happened i mean boy if you could see the things that happen day to day with boxer i mean it's just it's just so much to remember but you know if you have a business support uh, from the press box to press row and uh uh because uh the sponsors are in fact would allow us uh to continue now and again we're celebrating 11 years and just talking about how so in the last segment, I had a chance to share with you how the show uh, came about. Um, and, you know, it has just grown so much over these now 11 years that From the Press Box to Press Row has been on the air. And, I, you know, I, I go to different places and, and, and um, a, a lot of people will say, hey, I, I listen to the show every week or, um, you know, I may be talking to someone because a lot of times when I – you know, maybe just interact or talk with people. I I may not necessarily say, well, you know, I'm the host of From the Press Box to Press Row or whatever the case may be, and we'll get to talking about something, and people will – some of the expressions that I see when people find out, um, you know, about Box to Row, they know about it, um, is just really priceless, and we appreciate that. I mean, I know I go to places, Nashville – and where we have our great affiliate WFSK, who has been carrying the show, as a matter of fact, uh, for now seven years. You know, I'll go somewhere like Greensboro. I'm in Greensboro a lot. And by the way, very excited once again um, to be the play-by-play voice for North Carolina AMT football this year. I'm very excited about that. I was able to do it uh, on last year. But I'll go to Greensboro and people will say, boy, I listen I listen to the show every week. And, uh, of course, our big shots out to our affiliate WNAA um, in Greensboro, who has now been carrying the show 
um, since 2007. So, you know, in, here in Raleigh, um, you know, people will say, hey, I, I heard you on, on Power 750 WAUG, or they'll say, uh, you know, I listen every week on Buzz Sports Radio. So it, it's very exciting, and, you know, those are some of the great ups um, that we've had. And, you know, maybe some of the downs, you know, some people will say to me, they'll say, well, you know, this show should be on ESPN, for instance, or something like that. And, you know, I'll just say this. I mean, we're very, very appreciative of the uh, of the affiliates that we have. And, you know, we recognize what people are saying. And, 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 and you know, we concur that, that sometimes we think maybe the show should be, um, you know, it's syndicated. Um, and maybe that it should be uh, on a national network. I think with that, sometimes you sort of lose maybe some of uh, some of I don't want to say control, but maybe some of the things that you can do. And so with it being the way it is now and in syndication, it allows for us to do some more things that maybe um, on national radio we wouldn't be able to do. Um, But with that being said, sure, we'd love to be on 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 national radio. And, you know, those opportunities for whatever reason uh, just have not presented themselves. And it could be any number of reasons Again, at the end of the day, what we want to do, and, and I know the the, the uh, phrase edutainment has sort of been coined, but that's what we want to do. We want to entertain and educate you, and hopefully you come away. This program presents something to you that, whether it's an interview with someone that maybe you didn't know before or maybe you know, and I've given you a take on something that you never thought about. And I've heard from you. You know, I don't pretend to know everything. Um, I have had a lot of people that have disagreed with me, and that's fine. I have no problem with that. You know, I don't, you know, we all have opinions about various things. So that's that's great. I mean, I've, you know, I hear uh, from people all the time when, um, you know, maybe I'll say something and, you know, we you have to be vulnerable a lot of times. So. Part of I'll give you an example of some things we have done over the years that uh, makes us vulnerable. If we give grades, which we've done, I guess the last we'll give grades to uh, the football programs, all of the HBCU football programs, and we've done that. Boy, I mean, I, it's got to be since at least 2009. So you know, at least uh, six, maybe coming up. Of course, coming up on seven years once this football season ends. You have to be vulnerable. When you're in a position like this, you have to be vulnerable to those type of things and people are not going to agree with you. So when we're giving grades, um, you know, try to be a, sh- not try, we're, you know, we, we're going to shoot it straight in terms of what we think we're going to do the research and give it to you straight. And we've had a lot of people that haven't agreed with us. Uh, I give you another example. When we do these rank, these um, top 10 HBCU uh, division one recruiting classes each year, we rank the top 10. And by the way, that has become extremely popular. I mean, I, we first started this in uh, 2006 and have done it every year with the exception of one. I don't think it was done in 2008. And, and it's an interesting story because just being so busy, it takes a lot of work because you want to make sure you do the research and you're not just out there saying stuff and writing stuff that isn't true and you haven't done the research on it. And at that time, uh, the great Joe Taylor was the head football coach at Florida A&M. We had done it in 06, 07, 08, uh, no, 06 and 07. Just from a time perspective, decided, just didn't, just didn't know if, if it could be done in 08. Did not do it in 08. 
in 09, Coach Taylor reaches out to me and he says, you know, are you gonna are you guys doing the recruiting rankings again? It's something that we use as a recruiting tool when we go out to get players. We tell them, you know, this entity has ranked us here. And from that point on, once he said that, I realized the importance of, for instance, our recruiting class. So from then on, uh, so from 09 on, we've done it every year and going to do it every year. And it's become very popular, something that um, I just didn't expect um, when it goes out. It's on a lot of uh, message boards and so forth all across the country. So it has been extremely popular. You know, I think back over the years and some of the great events that we've been able to cover, uh, whether our, our and I can think back to, um, you know, Super Bowl 41 in Miami, being able to cover that. But that was and really we didn't cover the game itself, but was on Radio Row for the entire week. And that was just a magnificent experience. I want to tell you a story, if I could share a story with you. And again, we're celebrating 11 years here on From the Press Box to Press Row. I am your host, Donald Ware. So what we want to do, we want to brag a little bit about ourselves and some of the things that we've been able to accomplish with Box Row and hope that uh, that you've enjoyed the show at any point that you've listened. Of course, if you have a memorable moment, hit me up via Twitter at Box to Row, B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W, or on Facebook, B-O-X, the number two, R-O-W, or uh, email me here at the show, HBCU at BoxToRow.com. Brian McIntyre used to be the uh, director of public relations for the NBA. And um, Roscoe Nance, who's a great friend of mine, great friend uh, of the show, used to be an NBA writer for USA Today, is now part of the Black College Football Hall of Fame. He's, uh, he coordinates the, the voters and so forth. He's a high man there. And... He suggested at the time, he said, you should write Brian McIntyre a letter. Let him know who you are and uh, and what you do. So I did that. And this was the year. This was um, 2007, the year that the NBA was having its all-star game in Las Vegas. Well, I wrote Brian, hey, we're this, you know, we do this, blah, blah, blah. He actually called me maybe a couple of days later and said, I'm very impressed with what you've been able to build. We don't have a lot of room for you this year for the NBA All-Star Weekend. He said he didn't have a lot of room. He said, but we're going to credential you this year. And I was ecstatic about that because, you know, even to that point, a lot had happened. And to be able to cover NBA All-Star Weekend in Las Vegas was magnificent. We've since covered NBA All-Star Weekend in New Orleans in 08, um, uh, Orlando in 2012, L.A. in 2010. So it's been absolutely tremendous let's step aside take a break come back with more of our 11 year now celebration of from the press box to press row this is your introductory edition of the box to row blitz for 2016 i'm donald ware box to row is the national sports talk show we come from all perspectives and we also place a major emphasis on hbcu sports with that being said HBCU football season is less than two weeks away, and we had a chance throughout the summer to catch up with three of the four coaches whose teams won conference championships last year. I'll have more after this. Hey guys, listen up. You know that women can't resist a well-dressed man, right? But dressing dapper isn't easy. It takes time, and you have to shop at the store and wait in long lines. Until now. Here's an easy way to get that irresistible dapper look. 
Join the Harrison Blake Apparel Monthly Subscription Club. Each month, they'll send you one necktie plus four matching accessories for only $25. Shipping is free, and you can cancel anytime. That's right. For $25, you get one necktie plus a pocket square, socks, and other accessories with free shipping. Since you're a Box to Row listener, we'll sweeten this deal. Use code BTR at checkout and get $5 off your first monthly box. Sign up by visiting HarrisonBlakeApparel.com and click on the monthly subscription tab. That's HarrisonBlakeApparel.com to order now. Rod Broadway enters his sixth season as the head football coach at North Carolina A&T. The Aggies winning back-to-back Komiak championships and the first-ever Celebration Bowl as they were named Botched to Row HBCU National Champions. And he's got a special player coming back in running back, Tariq Cohen. And I asked Coach Broadway, how much better can Tariq Cohen be this year? Hopefully a lot better. You know, I guess one of the things that happened to us last year, we became a one-dimensional football team because we lost four of our top five receivers in preseason, the first game of the season. Um, hopefully if we can stay healthy on the outside, we can make a couple of plays and get some people out of the box and he'll have a little bit more running space in there. But um, that kid's special in all ways, you know, as a person, his work ethic, the way he practices, the way he plays. He's just one of those kids that didn't come along a whole lot. North Carolina A&T head football coach Rod Broadway. Another sixth-year head football coach is Miles's Reginald Ruffin as the Golden Bears won their second SIAC championship under Ruffin. And during our first show of our countdown to kickoff, I had a chance to ask him about his quarterback, David Whipple, and what the expectations are for him in this, his senior season. You know the history of Coach Ruffin. You know, you know, if you don't work, you don't eat. David assumed that he should have been or should be the starting quarterback in 2015, and uh, he didn't uh, display any that leadership uh, qualities uh, early on. So, you know, I always say, you know, I'm not going to give you anything. Anything you get, you earn it. You know, he had a better uh, offseason. He had a better uh, uh, spring had a better, uh, you know, summer workout, and you know, and he actually has taken the bull by the horn, and uh, and you know, we've been proud of him, you know, from where he's come from last year and last couple of years, he, he wasn't in leadership mode. Miles head football coach Reginald Ruffin, third year head football coach at Winston Salem State is Kianis Bolware. The Rams coming off the CIAA championship on last year, and Bolware talked about what it meant to win that CIAA championship with such a young team. To start off with one and four, um, it took a while for us to really implement our philosophies as to, hey, this is the Ram way. You know, 14 true freshmen played for us last year. Freshman quarterback, which is your top position on the field. As time went on, you know, our guys started to mature. And, you know, everybody has injuries here and there. But uh, by the time we got healthily, mentally and physically, the mission was to stay the course and just don't beat the guys up. Let them continue to grow, not mess things up for ourselves by, by pushing the panic button. And at the end of the day, it paid off for us. Winston-Salem State head football coach Kianis Bolware. On this week's edition of From the Press Box to Press Row, we take a pause from our countdown to kick off as we celebrate 11 years on the air with some of our most memorable interviews. From the Press Box to Press Row, the radio show airs weekly on radio stations around the country as well as on Sirius XM. To find a radio station in your area that carries the show, 
for our preseason Botch to Row All-America team as well as our preseason coaches poll. Or for more information on the program, log on to our website at www.botchtorow.com. We track down the names making news in sports from the press box to press row. It's Donald Ware from the press box to press row. 11 years ago today at 5 p.m. Eastern from the press box to press row came on the air and we're celebrating our 11 years on the air. Our countdown to kickoff will continue on next week and they should call Usain Bolt insane Bolt. I mean, this guy is just, I mean, just phenomenal. He just, he's jogging while everybody else is going full speed. I mean, the, the record he's able to, to accomplish three straight um, uh, Olympics with, you know, the, the, the various events. I mean, it's just, boy, it's just, just a feat. I mean, he's got to be. You know, you, you compare errors, and we talk. We can talk about any number of people, including Carl Lewis. But I mean, this guy's got to be the best of all time. I mean, you know what he's accomplished is just insane. Um, and this, you know, so of course the Olympics still going on, and very much watching that. Now we're in the track and field um, events and so forth. So that has been very exciting. I love sort of every four years when the Olympics comes around. Um, you know, I like baseball. I know a lot of people I talk to, they say this is – although this time of year now the, you know, college football is revving back up, pro football is in camps and so forth. But uh, even when you talk about towards the beginning of August, people say ah, it's not the greatest time of year, but certainly the – I like it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge baseball fan. Um, but this time of year, um, every four years I should say with the Olympics is certainly – uh, it's certainly great, and it's just been great to watch the Olympics. It takes me back to my childhood when I really liked, loved to sit there and watch the Olympics. Speaking of the Olympics, one of the uh, most dynamic people in these Olympics, and there's been so many different storylines from this Olymp- uh, uh, Olympics. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I'd have to really think about it, and I know we're in the moment, but I'm trying to think. You know, have there been this many storylines in the Olympics, whether that's been um, uh, Simone Manuel in, in, in what she was able to accomplish um, in terms of being the first um, uh, black swimmer to to win a gold? I mean, you know, I mean, you could talk about that. I mean, there's any number of different storylines. This this storyline with the swimmers and being held at gunpoint is just crazy. Um, but Simone Biles, four gold medals and a bronze in these Olympics. I mean, the United States um, gymnastics team has just been absolutely tremendous. And Simone Biles has led the way um, back in October of 2014. Simone Biles joined us right here on from the press box to press row after winning four gold medals at the World Championships in China. You know, four gold medals. Um, coming into the the competition, did, did you, I mean, of course you always expect to win, but did you expect to to have the performance that, uh, that you had? Um, 
no, I guess I just go in there with a positive, open mind of just doing what we do in training and going out there and doing the best that we can do and just have fun with it. So I'm a, I didn't really think of the outcome, but I knew that we had been training hard and we were, re- we were just ready. No question about it. Um, now, while you were on the podium at, at one time receiving one of the gold medals, you were attacked by a bee there, and uh, but you, you kind of kept it calm the whole time. What, what exactly <laughs> happened? Um, I was standing on the podium, and Marissa Iridache um, pointed to the flowers, and I was like, what? And she was like, the bee. And I like thought it was fake, kind of, and then I tried to get it off, and then it it just started chasing me, so I didn't know what to do because if I was anywhere else, I would have screamed my head off. <laughs> but I knew that we were probably on TV, so I tried to keep it calm a little bit, but it didn't really work out. Well, maybe, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, you you know, you kept, you pretty much kept a smile on your face the whole time. I mean, that had to be uh, hard to do. <laughs> yes. I mean, I guess I'm always smiling most of the time. So it wasn't hard to keep a smile, but it was just like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? Simone Biles, again, that was back from October 2014. Hasn't changed a whole lot. Her personality, very bubbly, very upbeat. And, uh, boy, she got it done in this year's Olympics. So, again, that was, um, as a matter of fact, Simone Biles' first first, um, appearance on national radio, and it happened right here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Again, celebrating 11 years on the air. And one of the bigger stars that we were able to have as a guest on From the Press Box to Press Row was now Golden State Warriors forward Kevin Durant. At that time, when we had him on back in 2012, he was, of course, with the the Oklahoma City Thunder. And as a matter of fact, as I look around, I I don't think – you know, Kevin Durant is, has this, um, I don't know, he's he, not, he doesn't have the greatest relationship, shall we say, with the media. And I don't know that he's done a whole lot of interviews like one-on-ones. I mean, he'll, you know, of course have a media session and, you know, that type of thing, but not a whole lot of one-on-ones. But we were very fortunate enough here on From the Press Box to Press Row to talk with Kevin Durant shortly after the Olympics of 2012. Well, it was a great experience just playing for your country, uh, having an opportunity to play with such great players and being coached by some great coaches. Uh, it was a tremendous honor. Sure. What, and, you know, obviously Coach K has been doing this for, for some time. And, you know, a lot of times you're playing with guys like LeBron and Kobe and you guys are going back and forth at it and uh, and kind of like a, the all-star game, you kind of get together and it's, you know, it's it's about a common goal. Yeah, you know, we put everything aside and just try to fight for our country. You know, that was the most important part. What about the success that you've had, you know, in the league here, one of the younger players? Um, and obviously you guys didn't reach your ultimate goal this year, but you're getting towards that. Can you just talk about how you're maturing as an NBA player, as one of the young uh, superstars in the league? Oh, yeah, well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. You know, uh, we've been through a lot as a team, and I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. So, uh, you know, I'm just trying to enjoy every moment of it, and, uh, you know, hopefully we get to reach our goal one day. That was NBA superstar Kevin Durant appearing as a guest on From the Press Box to Press Row 
back. That was actually August 24th of 2012. Also appearing on that show was actress uh, Sanaa Lathan, who um, appeared on that show as well. Of course, we talk sports and a little bit of pop culture and entertainment as well. So we've had a bunch of, you know, I was looking back through some of the archives of some of the great people that we've had, some of the great interviews. I think back to the uh, to the late Buck O'Neill, who appeared on this show, Art Shell, who appeared on this program. Frank Robinson uh, was a guest on this on this show. This was shortly after, I think the year after his last year managing the Washington Nationals, he appeared uh, as a guest. And then also appearing on From the Press Box to Press Row, when you talk about perhaps the greatest wide receiver of all time, Jerry Rice was a guest here on From the Press Box to Press Row back in 2013. And, of course, uh, Jerry played his collegiate ball at Mississippi Valley State. I see the gunslinger truly, Willie the satellite, Todd. There's tons of fun. We had that big offensive line. We had a running back that was probably built like like a Kevin Johnson, you know, a guy that was just, he really uh, could carry the rock. But you know, what I remember is that the hard work, the dedication, and, 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 and Archie the Gunslinger Cooley, what he brought to uh, the swag, it was a no huddle. And after, after we had so much success with that, you notice that some of the teams in the NFL started using the no huddle. And you had to be in shape for that. And the way we conditioned ourselves, we would pretty much wear the opponent down. In the fourth quarter, it was like they were exhausted and we we're bouncing around just ready to go. So we worked really hard and, and, and then we, we gained a lot of exposure from running that no huddle offense. And uh, then people started coming in, scouts started coming in. They were curious, what is going on at Mississippi State University? <laughs> Why are these guys putting up, up unbelievable numbers? And, you know, that, that brought awareness to the school. And after that, I got drafted to the San Francisco 49ers. And everything just, you know, just fell in place. Jerry Rice joined us here on From the Press Box to Press Row three years ago. Then, of course, we stepped outside of sports and had some of the biggest stars in the world as guests on From the Press Box to Press Row. And it doesn't get much better than Snoop Dogg, who appeared on Box to Row in October of 2013 and talked about the Snoop Youth Football League. Well, we started the Snoop Youth Football League nine years ago. Actually, my son was playing football. My oldest son was playing in the league, and we felt like the league that he was playing in didn't really cater to the urban communities, and it really wasn't for the underprivileged. So I wanted to create a league that could, you know, cater to the hood that could really make the finances low. It was $100 a kid to play. Most leagues were three, 400 per kid. I made it 100 And then if it was two kids in one house, the second kid was 50 So it was 150 for two kids. And you had to maintain a 2.0 GPA to play. So I brought scholastics and I brought the pricing down. And we brought football to urban areas where gang violence was at a high. And we crossed those up with different gangs that had issues. But when we brought football, the gangs had no more issues. So we was killing three birds with one stone by creating the Snoop Youth Football League and really not trying to do neither. We was just trying to provide a safe haven for kids to play football because as as a kid, that's what I had. That kept me away from gangs and drugs until I became 14 years old. Football, having an after-school situation to do. So I wanted to give back 
and take my money and my time and do it because I became a full-on coach and I was coaching kids every day, three months out of a year, and I wasn't making no money off shows or concerts. It was just all about the kids. And then at one point in, in, in my career, I got to the point where I stopped smoking weed for about 45 days just because I didn't want to be coaching the kids and have nothing distract me. So it's like the Snoop View Football League has done so many wonders for myself and not only me, but the kids and the volunteers and the parents and the people that have been associated with it. We got over 200 kids that have graduated from high school. We have over 50 kids that have gone to Division One college programs that will be graduating this year and the next year. We have one in the NFL that plays for the Denver Broncos. So we're doing our thing, and we really, we're really proud of what we do. We don't look for nobody to bring our cameras and put no attention on it because the attention will be recognized when the kids become successful. We're celebrating 11 years of From the Press Box to Press Row on the air and some of our memorable moments here on the program. More on the other side. Yo, check this out. This MC Ren, the ruthless villain. Hey guys, this is Sarah from Bayou. Hello, I'm Josh Stone from the Press Box to Press Row with Donald Webb. Yup, yup, what's up, y'all? You know who it is. Deep Block General, top five that are alive. Your boy JD Kiss, and right now you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row with my big brother Donald Webb right here. Your boy JD Kiss. <laughs> Gentlemen, I think we all can agree we love dressing sharp but no one loves shopping. Now, you don't have to. Introducing the Harrison Blake Apparel Monthly Club. For $25 per month, we'll send one necktie plus four matching accessories right to your doorstep. Shipping is free and you can cancel anytime. Visit harrisonblakeapparel.com and use code BTR for $5 off your first month's box. That's harrisonblakeapparel.com. It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row. You never know who may be a guest on the program. We are joined by Ice Cube, one of the greatest boxers of all time. Sugar Ray Leonard is on the line. We're joined by Demarcus Ware. We are joined by Wendy Raquel Robinson. Art Shell is our guest. Maybe the greatest football player to ever play, Jim Brown. I'm talking about none other in common. Mark Mariel, who's the president and CEO of the National Urban League, CEO, commissioner of the CIAA, Leon Carey. None other than the world-renowned Smokey North. The godfather of go-go, Chuck Brown, joins us here talking about none other than Doug Williams. Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. Missed any of these interviews? Check us out online at www.boxtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real relevant radio. We are celebrating 11 years on the air today here on from the press box to press row. If you're just joining us, um, we've been taking a look back at uh, in, at least in the last segment of some of our uh, some of the interviews that we've had with various people over the years and um boy we just have we hope that you've enjoyed this show no matter what time you've you've come in whether you've been listening all 11 years the last five years the last five weeks we hope that you've been able to get something from from the press box to press one of course throughout the show just talking about the history uh, of the program how we started um some of the ups some of the downs and um, boy, we just uh, we're just excited to celebrate and to be able to see 11 years. 
you know, we have had a couple of times here on the program um, a guest multiple times, whether that's been, you know, our, some of our regular guests like Steve Weich of NFL Network, who comes on and talks, um, you know, talks football with us or Jared Bell of USA Today or whether it's even been William Roden has appeared on this show uh, many times. We've talked with him about various things. We have a couple of friends of the show, what we consider friends of the show, like Sonia Richards Ross, who has come on the show four or five times, typically when we ask her to come on, um, whether it's been um, right after the Olympics where she had so much success uh, going back uh, to the 2012 games in London uh, or prior to a pin relay she came on last year, she's always willing to kind of come on the show, whether that's been uh, actress Lisa Ray is a friend of the show. She's come on a couple of times, really uh, down to earth, you you know, just so real. One of the realest people I think we've ever had uh, as a guest on the program, not that you know, kind of Hollywood talk and say the right thing. She says exactly what it is that she feels, whether it's been former Destiny's Child star uh, Latoya Luckett, who has been on, I think, three times. If we consider her uh, a friend of the show uh, as well. Speaking of being on the show multiple times, and I can remember 2011. Boy, what a banner year for us when I think back in terms of some of the guests that we had. I mean, I, I can think back uh, uh, to like having Michael Vick as a guest back in 2013 at the height of sort of his resurgence in the NF, uh, in the NFL and at that time with the Eagles. And as a matter of fact, he came on that summer of 2013 in an exclusive interview uh, with us here on the program. We talked about everything, his career um, prior to the dogfighting, the dogfighting, um, and then also his resurgence back with the Eagles. I mean, I, you know, as so I can think back to any number of memorable interviews that we've had on the program. But going back to getting back to uh, and, and again, so uh, I go back to 2011 with a great year. Matt Kemp, who should have been the MVP that year with the Dodgers. It went to Ryan Braun that year. And we know what happened with the whole PED thing. Um, but it should have been. Um, Matt Kemp that year he came on that year but all and that was you know I think that was in the summer but also that year for the very first time Coach K came on as a guest here on from the press box to press row and he has been on uh, two times since including last year and one of the questions each year that I asked to Coach K I talked with him uh, about and asked him about why Duke decides to play the champion of the CIAA in the champion of Division Two. Why is it that Duke plays those two schools in exhibitions each year? Well, yeah, I I I love it because uh, I'm a basketball guy. You know, like I I love the game and. I, I've been really fortunate that in at the collegiate level we've been able to play at this level and but there are other champions and there are other traditions and that's what makes college basketball so good so a number of years ago uh you know we just we we said we came up with an idea said look we have two exhibition games why don't we just ask the division two national champs each year to come in and uh and you know the first one didn't and they they almost look forward to it and it's again a chance for them to celebrate their national championship, and they're good. You know, they're always good. And with the CIAA, we want to play uh, a team from there because this is our state. 
And, uh, you know, we believe that, you know, that's a great conference and that they need, you know, they could use the recognition also. And so, uh, you know, it's worked out really well for us and we've, uh, you know, we've developed some great friendships and I think it, it's just good for the game. And, you know, you should, <laughs> you know, you should, the game's been good to us. We, we should be good to the game too. So, uh, yeah, that's the way I look at it. Coach K is a fiery coach. This is going to be his last year coaching USA basketball. And you got to put into context where USA basketball was before Coach K came on board. And he's done simply a magnificent job, a fiery guy, but one of the best guests that we've ever had here on from the press box to press row. And I just think about some of the other guests we've had over uh, the years. I mean, when you, you know, I mean, back in January, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, was a guest on this program. Um, you, you talk about iconic status and uh, Rev Run of Run DMC uh, was a guest on this program. Um, when, when I think back, I mean, we've had everyone from uh, Ronda Rousey uh, was a guest on this show. I mean, again, stepping outside of sports, whether that's been Aretha Franklin, whether it's been Gladys Knight, um, Suzanne Summers. So we kind of talked about the past, a little bit about the present, of course. We're taking a, a little bit of a break from our countdown to kick off to celebrate some of the accomplishments, to brag a little bit, if you will, of some of the things that we've been able to do here on From the Press Box to Press Row. So we, you're, we're in the present of football season um, the Olympics and so forth. What's the future uh, of uh, from the press box to press row? Well, you know, uh, again, having done 11 years, the future, I think, is bright. We can go nowhere, really, I think, uh, but up. We definitely want to expand into other markets. And um, again, you as the listener really have a voice. So, you know, maybe you listen to the show and I know, you know, we've heard from um, whether it's been on Twitter or Facebook uh, or even through our email, a lot of people that say, well, we listen to the show, we listen to the archive shows each and every week on the program. But maybe this program doesn't air in your area. Uh, maybe you don't have Sirius XM. So, you know, if you want to hear from the press box to press row in your area, uh, then you need to to talk with you know, your local radio station, whether it's your favorite radio station, sports station, whatever it may be in your market and let, you know, that program director or uh, operations manager or whomever know that you'd like to be able to hear this show each week. Because, you know, while we go out and and, and try to get the show on various radio stations across the country, um, we're not able to get to each and every program director uh, or each and every operations manager. So, you know, maybe you, ne you need to bring it to them and let them know about it. And if you want, um, you know, that you want to have or hear this show uh, on your favorite radio station. So we want to be on everywhere we can. We'd, we'd love to be on in New York. We'd love to be on in L.A. We'd love to be on in Chicago. Those are the top three markets in the country. So that's part of the future of how we see things uh, on the program. Of course, we want when we talk about the future of Box to Row, uh, 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 we're looking also uh, at the sponsorship aspect. That's been a you know a, 
a, a pretty big deal. I've talked about that a couple of times here on the program. Maybe you have a small business and or a business and you want to get the word out about your business. This is the way to do so. Um, again, we have affiliates all across the United States. And, um, you know, it's a great way to kind of get your message out. Um, about what it is that you do. And, of course, you can contact me here at the program. Speaking of our affiliates, we want to run down our affiliates, our great affiliates that carry uh, from the press box to press row. We have some of them that have been carrying the program for years. And so I'm going to start uh, in Albany, Georgia, those that listen to us on WASU uh, FM 92.7 each week, whether you may listen uh, to the program in Pittsburgh, WGBN um, AM 1150. And it, when I really think about it, I mean, uh, WGBN had signed on back in 2008 to carry from the press box to press row for 13 weeks. And wouldn't you know it, uh, eight years later, uh, they are still carrying the program so big shots out to wgbn uh, in pittsburgh who's one of our longest running um uh, affiliates that carries from the press box to press row in austin texas uh, k-a-z-i in baltimore w-e-a-a in danville virginia w-k-b-y in daytona beach w-e-l-e has been carrying from the press box to press row since 2006 uh w-v-c-d in Denmark carries the program. Buzz Sports Radio uh, out of Durham and Raleigh carries the program. WRVS in Elizabeth City has been carrying from the press box to press row, I would say, five or six years now at least. KGRM in Grambling also carries the program. KGRM has been carrying from the press box to press row uh, eight or nine years as well. WNAA, I mentioned them earlier in Greensboro. They've been carrying the program uh, since Back in 2007, WJSU out of Jackson, Mississippi. It's been carrying from the press box to press row for about five years or so. WPRL in Lorman, Mississippi uh, carries the program. WXVI out of Montgomery has been carrying the program for about a year now. Uh, K9, uh, K75 out of New Orleans has been carrying from the press box to press row for three years now. Um, also, uh, Power 750, the only original carrier of from the press box to press row uh, uh, out of, of course, Raleigh. WTMP in Tampa has been carrying from the press box to press row for about two years. Of course, WHUR uh, 96.3 HD2 in Washington been carrying from the press box to press row since 2008. Uh, WWIL in Wilmington has uh, been carrying the show for about two years now. WTAL in Tallahassee. Boy, they've been carrying from the press box to press row for about uh, maybe about mm, eight years or so uh, as well. And, and of course, out of Urbana, Illinois, our newest affiliate WBCP has been carrying the program for about six months. So we appreciate all of our affiliates. My time is about up. I thank you for yours. Thank you for celebrating from the press box to press row in our 11 years on the air today. For more information on the show, log on to our website, box2row.com. Also follow us on Twitter at box2row as well as on Instagram, B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W. Friend us on Facebook as well, B-O-X, the number two, R-O-W. And always remember to support those that support you. Yo, from the press box to press row is presented by DW Communications.